There are certain gifts that keep on giving, and we're not so interested in receiving them. One of these gifts is COVID, which came into my life as quickly as it left me, but gifted me a whole host of surprises that I certainly wasn't prepared for. The long-term effects have been interesting. We're not hearing a lot about long COVID, and like any lessons that we learn in business, we're not only slow to learn about them, but we don't realize why we're learning them for a long, long time. Am I right? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to do a little magic trick for you. First, I experienced terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things that happened to me and fellow entrepreneurs while we're building a business. And then I snapped my fingers. And just like that, I turned those experiences into the best stories, the craziest anecdotes, and the most cherished learning lessons for you to hear. How do I create all that magic? I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, at branding, and at sales. Is that you? Then join us at FoundingMoms.com. This week, let's walk down memory lane as I revisit the fun times we all had during our pandemic lockdown. I want to update you on life after Rona, since it's been a long road of long COVID for me. Something I wish on no one. But perhaps you or someone you know has dealt with it too. Back in September of 2020, I released a timely episode called The Coronavirus Community Cure about that little virus going around at the time and what I was doing to find support while we were in lockdown and couldn't go to places. It's been three years since then. Enough time's passed for me to catch you up on life post-Rona, because it hasn't been peachy. Here's the quick recap. I had COVID-19 in March of 2020. It was so early on that we were all learning about one of the symptoms being loss of smell and taste, which I was reading all about three days into having lost my own sense of smell and taste. Before I get into what happened, a word on my health before 2020. Generally speaking, I was always really healthy. I didn't have back pains or joint aches like a lot of my colleagues do. I never got migraines or any chronic aches and pains. I catch colds from time to time, but doctors have always given my annual checkups a thumbs up, and there's often a bit of surprise in their voice when they discover how there's never anything wrong with me. But with COVID, it was a real rough go. My lungs hurt when I breathed in. I was purchasing bottles of oxygen on Amazon. My doctor recommended to me over the phone that I not go to the hospital for fear that I'd contribute to the overcrowding and that, in her words, I was probably okay. It took two whole months out of me, but I'm grateful every day that I got through it almost unscathed. I say almost, because I'm not the same person I was before COVID. It's only with hindsight that I can tell you it aged me rapidly. My heart wasn't as strong for months. I could feel an arrhythmia pretty often, and sometimes I still do. 
The muscles in my back continued to seize up when I inhaled long after the worst was over. If I bend over even now, something happens in my back near my lungs that wasn't there before the virus got to me. My heel in my left foot became so inflamed that I went from being a jogger to being a former jogger. Kneeling was rougher, my wrists became weaker, and I got so concerned about my brain fog that I was looking into specced brain scans for fear that my memory was disappearing. Do I sound like an old lady or what? Yes. The docs ran every test under the sun. I had an electrocardiogram, an echocardiogram, stress testing, and more. All done to see how my heart was affected. They x-rayed my lungs, and they asked me four billion questions about my breathing. What did Western medicine find? Zero things wrong with me. Zero. Throughout my recovery, which you could say is still going, since there was no particular discoverable scare, there's been a much greater awareness of how my health decline affected not only my physical well-being, but my anxiety about my physical well-being. Doctors discovering that nothing's wrong is a relief, to some degree. But if you're in touch with your own body, not really. How come it hurts when I breathe in suddenly, more than three years later? Why can't I still work out like I used to, without getting seriously winded? The biggest scare through my speed aging has been my brain fog. It's a ridiculous term to use since it neither describes my experience, nor does it pinpoint exactly what's gone awry. Just like you, I need my brain for a lot of things. I need the clarity so that my work stays on point. I want the memories to stay put. Who are we without them? I don't need to explain to you why thinking is pretty high on our needs list. But when there are flare-ups and you can't remember stuff beyond misplacing your keys, or you just can't find the focus you once could, it can be pretty terrifying. Brain fog is also the thing that happens after a night of insomnia. It's also, also the thing they say happens to people with hormones. Those of us who experience PMS, or eventually perimenopause. Whatever the root of it is for me, remnants of Miss Rona, hormonal fluctuations, interrupted sleep, well, it doesn't help to know why. Because it's still there. What's been most interesting about my recovery is how incremental it's been. And now I have no patience for recovery. Because it took almost 24 months, that's two years, for me to feel like I was back in my own body. So, according to doctors, I had COVID for a few weeks and nothing bad happened to me after that. But I wasn't back to my regular self for years. My joints feel better, finally. My sense of smell and taste are back. My heart stopped being so out of whack. I can work out for longer than 20 minutes without being winded now. I've been more cheery than I've felt in ages. In an effort to keep it up, I dove into workouts more appropriate for my sore lungs, which includes a geriatric boot camp at my local YMCA. I even stripped a lot of sugar out of my diet, which sounds really easy when I say it to you, but it's been pure torture. And now? I feel incredibly different. 
I know that another serious viral infection can affect me in ways that no single doctor can explain. It's been confirmed that I'm the most responsible for my health, as are you. And spending more time taking preventative measures, like doing more strengthening and less sitting, feeding my brain the good stuff and not the bad, all of it helps. Oddly, it's the same experience that we who've been in business for ourselves for decades come to realize. The effects of the efforts we put in are so incremental that you can't see anything change for a long, long time. We want change to feel good, but a lot of the time, it's not accompanied by a feeling. It takes waiting and checking in, putting in more effort, stepping back, checking in again, and waiting for that satisfaction for a long freaking time. I mean, who has time for that stuff? And now, a word from our sponsors. Looking for a well-crafted, character-driven, non-fiction narrative storytelling podcast? Look no further. Two Lives spotlights dynamic characters from BIPOC, LGBTQ, disabled, and neurodivergent communities who face darkness and how those moments transformed them. If you're someone that's drawn to the self-help section of the bookstore and binged on The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, this podcast is for you. A finalist in two categories in the International Women's Podcast Awards, one of Spotify's favorites, and a Viola Award winner for Best Digital Storytelling? Find Two Lives wherever you listen to podcasts or go to twolives.org. That's number two, lives.org. You don't call. You don't text. Do both. Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there. That way I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to our immune systems, Aaron Rice and Lindsay Obermeyer for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.